You are listening to Seek the Good, episode 27, The Should Problem. This is the podcast where we seek the good in life, in others, and in ourselves to create an extraordinary life. This is Seek the Good, and I'm your host, Jaquel Tool. Hello, welcome to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. We are going to talk about the should problem today. (laughs) Like how often do you say should throughout the day? Out loud or in your head? If you're anything like me, it's quite a bit of time. So I wanted to talk about this because it creates a lot of negative in our life when we say should, I believe. So I want to talk about what it creates when we say should, why our brain offers the word should to us, and then also the solution that I've found for what to do when my brain thinks should, okay? So first off, what it creates for us. When we think I should, maybe it's like I should have blank or I should do something, right? Like for instance, if I think I should have offered to take them home, or I should have not yelled. I should have said yes, right? Or even if I thought I shouldn't have bought that or watched that or said that. That, when I think those thoughts, it usually creates some kind of feeling of guilt and shame and frustration or sadness. And then when I think some kind of thought like I should do, like thinking about the future. So those last two were thinking, looking back and thinking I should have done something different, right? But even looking to the future, like I should do, like I should go do service or I should clean the house or I should do more for my kids. When I think kind of future-wise, when I use the word should, it usually creates some kind of dread or guilt or shame as well or like feeling annoyed. And when I'm feeling all these feelings, that creates actions that really are not great, right? I'm not going to show up my best self if I'm feeling those feelings. Like, it's not possible, (laughs) right? And so when I'm feeling those feelings and I'm acting that way, the result is I create a problem. I look to the past or to the future and I create a problem when I think the word should. So why, why does our brain offer us that thought of should, like that word should? I think the first reason is we've trained it or we've had it trained, right? So maybe somebody else when we were younger offered us that, oh, you should have done this or you should do that. And as we've heard other people say it, Growing up, we've adopted it as a thought, right? And we've used it a lot. I think the second reason, like, sorry, back to that first reason, like we think we should use should because (laughs) we've heard the word should so often that we feel like we should use it, right? Anyways, the second reason I feel like our brain offers is, is because we want to do good and be good, right? We have that desire in us to to do good and to show up 
in ways that we feel are good, right? So the way that we do that is we judge situations and actions as either good or bad, right? Which logically, like thinking of it at first sounds really great. Like, yes, we can judge good from bad, right from wrong, those kind of things. But usually when this comes in, I feel like when we say should or things, it it's usually between like good, better, best, you know? And, and it's not really... Are we trying to decide if something was bad or good? We're trying to just, especially for us perfectionists <laughs> out there, like we want to do the best thing at any moment, right? But if we can just kind of give up that and think, okay, there is no best, there is good, and I'm just going to try to do good, and no matter what I do, it can be good, then that can help a lot, I feel like. So, we think, our brain thinks it's really helpful to think, to judge situations as good and bad, but really it's just creating these feelings that are creating a problem for us, okay? So the solution to all this is to, to, when our brain offers us the word should, we can replace it with could. Okay, when your brain offers the word should, replace it with could and add, but it's okay. Okay, so for instance, like if you, the examples I used before, like if you thought I should have offered to take them home. And if your brain offers that to us, you could switch it in your mind right then. I could have offered to take them home but it's okay. Or I could have not yelled, but it's okay. I could have said yes, but it's okay. I shouldn't have bought that. Or I, you know, if your brain offers, I shouldn't have bought that. You could think instead, I could have bought that. I couldn't have. Sorry, <laughs> I was confused there for a second. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Because I wasn't adding the not part to it. But I couldn't, I could have not bought that, but that's okay. I could have not watched that. I could have not said that, but that's okay. And then looking forward, like if our brain thinks I should go do service or I should clean the house or do more for my kids, right? We could think I could do more service. I could clean the house. I could do more for my kids. This, to me, just switching that one word helps me to feel more open. When I think I could have invited them, or I could have offered them a ride home, I feel more open, like curiosity comes into play. Like I feel curious and I think, you know, why didn't I? Or kind of think there's a lot less judgment when it comes, if I say could. I'm able to kind of explore with curiosity, why did I pick that? Is that something I want to choose in the future? And honestly, it provides so much more compassion for myself. Like I could have not yelled. To me, like helps me feel kind of compassionate for myself. Like, yeah, but you chose to. Let's look at that. Let's see what happened there. Rather than feeling like you shouldn't have done that. It feels so judgmental and, and critical to say should right? 
So if we change it to could, it feels more open and I'm able to like show up with more compassion and curiosity for myself. And then when I'm, when I'm feeling that openness, my actions are, are more, look more like learning from that experience. Let's learn from that. And instead of like, I'm not condemning myself anymore. I'm just learning. That feels so much better. And I feel like that's going to actually create more momentum to change than if I was judging and saying should. And also another action that could come from that is actually doing the thing that I think would be better. Like if I said I should have offered to take them home, if I think the thought I could have offered to take them home, I might actually, because I'm feeling more open and less judgmental and hard on myself, I'm feeling more like open and curious and I might think, oh, actually... I could have done that and maybe I could still do that. <laughs> I'd be more likely to think that and I could turn around and go offer whoever it was a ride home if they were still there, right? So it kind of opens me up to actually do the thing that I think might be what I want to do, right? So the result of all this, if I change the wording to could and that's okay, I could do that thing. I could have done that thing, but it's okay. Then the result is I don't create a problem. There is no problem here. There's just something that happened or something I think could happen in the future. And I just get to open up, be open and look at it through that perspective and just decide. And there's no problem anymore, right? And I just feel like this comes changing that word and and leaving behind the word should just creates more love and I feel like that's how Christ would talk to me if he was talking to me is out of that more love rather than that condemning and so I just wanted to offer that to you so that's kind of the what it creates when we think should, you know, it's that closed feelings, shame and guilt and frustration, dread, annoyed, right? All those feelings of closed. But when we switch to, I could do that, for me, it feels more open. See what it feels like for you. Maybe there's another word, but try it out. See if this word could helps you to also feel more open, to feel more curious, and to feel more compassion. And then you're going to create less of a problem in your life and you're going to feel so much better. And you'll be surprised that that's actually going to be the thing that motivates you to do kind of what you prefer to do, how you want to show up rather than the condemning, judging should. Thank you so much for being here. I love you and I hope that you have an amazing week. If you want help, loving yourself more because when you love yourself more you are able to love other people more you're able to create the marriage that you want and feel love in that relationship and create the life that you want and i would love to help you because i believe that coaching is the best way to do this because that has been what it's been for me that's how i was able to 
make that shift in my life was through a wonderful coach. And I want to be that for you so that you can feel that as well. Send me an email at support at jaquelltoll.com and we will set something up, a free session, so that you can see if I'm the right coach for you. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you next week.